Hi everyone, I'm your host Chantaneja and I welcome you back to Ashoka Changemakers Radio. Today we're talking to Rushil Mohan, founder of Pitch, a Gurgaon-based early stage startup and India's only secure on-demand last mile logistics service provider. Pitch, like many other logistics companies, sat on the driving wheel of this economy's functioning during the lockdown. Let's find out what was their key strategic adaptation to cater to the hike in demand for their services during this time. Hey Rushil, thank you so much for joining me here today. I know that your schedule must be really packed considering the hike in the need for logistically catering companies to sit on the driving seat has been and as the physical market hit a still stop in the last 7 months. So I thank you so much for joining me here today and taking out the time to be here. Absolutely, Chan. Thank you so much for having me. It's really uh, an honor to be, you know, on this podcast and speaking for Ashoka Chain because, um, you know, as you said, the last couple of months it feels like the best part of the year at this point has caught us all by surprise. Um, and you know, as as a logistics company, we started with certain um, certain ideas, certain. USPs what you would call them certain USPs and it's just very interesting of how those USPs have been adopted over the last uh, over the last many months so I'm keen to share any insight that I can yes that will be great we shall flow into that conversation a little bit later but let's start with um from the bare minimum i would want to start from just where pitch actually generated its fundamentals from um so we know that the logistical industry was barely touched upon until say like a zomato came up but again it was limited mm-hmm. to catering to only the fnb businesses alone so mm-hmm. tell me if it was recognizing a logistical gap in the market that led to the birth of pitch what was the overall motivation you know to start pitch yeah absolutely absolutely um you know logistics as a space is one of those that's um, kind of time immemorial i think ever since you've always had the need to move from one place to another to have your things move from one place to another you know logistics as a space is time immemorial um i think there's always been a need to have things move from point a to point b to have uh, people move from point a to point b um, yeah definitely absolutely right and as they say most kind of ideas most businesses uh, that are built on strong fundamentals generally arise from personal pain points and that's kind of what we had at pitch so as you know um, you know ratnesh who is my father and i started this in the in in the early q1 of 2019 but it was a story just about 6 months before that that got the ball rolling so at the time ratnesh was in dubai he was the managing director for withbread international and he had a meeting um, in delhi when he came it was one of those in and out trips uh, flight in the morning flight in the evening when he came my mom asked him to bring back one of nani's sarees because she had a uh, exhibition that she had to go to um because it was such a short trip you know dad obviously first said that hey could nani send it somehow with her driver he called her up you know he he said um, she said that no the driver is on holiday today so there's no way to get it done he you know figured out could he get one of his friends to do it again no luck uh, he asked some you know people who stay here locally some of our friends here that hey is there any way to get this done a couple of names started to float around some people were like hey you can use one of those uh, ride hailing services use an uber get it there but the biggest question in his mind was that this was an expensive sari with a very particular time in which it had to be delivered because otherwise he'd miss his flight 
And the question then came out is that, is there really no way to have on-demand logistics? Is there really no way that if you have the need to send something to somebody elsewhere in the city, uh, you know, or receive from elsewhere in the city that you can get it done? Now, naturally, as tends to happen with, uh, you know, any frequency bias, because this kind of issue happened, it was very, like, coming across as very evident in day-to-day lives. Another case happened where we needed to get a cake for someone's birthday from a specific bakery uh, that was many, many kilometers away because it was in CP, we are out in Gurgaon. Again, mm-hmm. couldn't do that because that business just didn't deliver. They said, sorry, we don't deliver. And when we deliver through the other kind of platforms, we only do it within a certain radius. So mm-hmm. that again became an issue that, hey, how am I in a, living in a world of convenience if I have such a restricted kind of convenience that uh, is available to me. At some level, we were thinking that, hey, is this just a foreigner problem? Or are people actually, um, you know, feeling it themselves? So we did employ a market research agency to um, do some of the groundwork, do some of the testing, ask our own friends and family as well. And it turned out that this is very much a need, the need for on-demand logistics done in a secure manner. So that became the early genesis of Pinch. Uh, We knew one thing from day one, which is still very much the backbone and the spirit of this company, that we want to be in a company, logistics company that combines the speed and convenience of on-demand companies, right? On-demand here being any app-based, app-driven company, but the reliability and the coverage of traditional logistics. So being able to go from Gurgaon to Ghaziabad, being able to go from Noida to Faridabad, Faridabad to Pashtun Bihar, places where we would go comfortably ourselves. So why wouldn't somebody else go for us? Um, Ratnesh, owing to his background in hospitality, definitely wanted to also bring back a experiential nature to logistics. The truth is that in a, in a, in a world powered by the gig economy, everything has become very like transaction, very like how quickly can you deliver it in nature? And as a result, the at-door experience tends to suffer. So we want to bring that five-star experience to each delivery, make every single receiver feel how different, how special, how uh, professional Pidge is uh, across the entire operation. So yeah, that's the that's the long and long of it of um, how one personal pain point snowballed into us wanting to combine three spaces that have previously been at odds with each other. Right, and I think that Pidge has done the recognition of say a target market pretty well. Because I feel that it was about time that there was something in the market catering to a need like that. Mm -hmm. And you guys have done an amazing job at that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, So yeah, moving on. I know that we're all aware that the businesses have been reshaped during Mm -hmm. the pandemic. Mm -hmm. But for the players in the logistics industry, the Mm -hmm. responsibility of keeping the economy running came on to them. Absolutely. Because everything was still stopped, right? Yep. So I would like to know from you, what exactly did the months, say, of March to August broadly look Mm -hmm. like at Pitch? And what was the adaptive strategy dictating functions in the company? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Chan, so this is is kind of where I had shared uh, very quickly that we built these USPs uh, from day one recognizing a target. I think today when we're looking back a year and a half since inception, uh, given everything that we've gone through as an economy, as a world, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer that security and coverage is critical. 
But yeah, just okay. think back to last October where, you know, the, the market was still developing. There were certain grievances with logistics, certain grievances with on-demand. Um, and that's what we look to combine. So we already had this uh, process in place since our inception in October. We had on-roll employees that were well-trained so that we could encourage a level of consistency across each delivery. We were going radius-free. We were going from Gurgaon, like I said, anywhere in Delhi NCR. We were going fully radius-free and we always did deliveries inside tamper-proof bags to maintain the security of the package. Okay. Now, as a responsible company that wants to provide a consistent and exceptional experience, we actually instituted certain coronavirus precaution measures as early as early February, right? Before you would even started hearing about any kind of lockdown or uptake in India, um, we started initiating measures that included us providing sanitizers and uh, hygiene equipment to all our riders. They were all in masks because before masks were mandated. And they were also taught how to sanitize those tamper-proof bag, uh, packages. And of course, an entire world of contactless deliveries because we knew that these were ways we could um, kind of stay ahead and continue to provide that experience. When the pandemic hit, um, you know, and that's really where our highest point or my personal highest point has been. Despite everything, I think despite the milestones, despite the numbers, all of that's fine. But since March 22nd, when the country unofficially officially went into a lockdown we have not stopped service for even a minute okay there was not a single single second of downtime um, where we for any reason could not operate because we had on-roll employees we had all the uh, you know certification and documents for them to be out on the field because we were going cross-border you know we were able to cater to needs of families that had to send medicine food meet each other whatever it was we were able to cater to that um, and again because we had the sanitization our you know our customers had that confidence in us but most importantly because they're on-roll employees we didn't have a li- even a little bit drop in supply all of our employees had all of our delivery executive employees had the confidence that this is a company that's going to continue representing us we've always given them insurance we've always given them a fixed salary so if they knew that hey you know what we are actually uh, at this point representing our country and in fact it's very encouraging because a couple of our riders even shared that you know we don't always get the opportunity to serve our country the way the armed forces do but this is the least we can do for our country we know this responsibility is ours right and that's my highest point that even as a young company the culture that we were building with our employees allowed them to have the confidence in us the culture we were building with our customers of consistency allowed them to continue to trust us and the fundamentals on which we build this company um, the and the adoption of those fundamentals got so quickly um, uh, accelerated that we find ourselves in a space where today businesses know that safe and secure delivery happens with pitch um, it's 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 been really really encouraging so that the highest point has been uh, a complete you know uh, complete normalcy of service uh, as much as normal could have been and of course yeah, managing all the day-to-day notices and changes in status and uh, um, uh, rules and guidelines was perhaps the biggest challenge there but i'm really glad that we've um, kind of seen ourselves go through it so yes as you said the responsibility was very solely ours as a logistics company but 
the entirety of this credit goes to each and every delivery executive that was on the field in that time who actually took that responsibility at an individual level and made sure that this business could continue to you know provide to its customers yeah absolutely i think it is each one of the people in your task force that were you know willing and out there providing the services that they were while the whole country or actually the world experienced a still stop and the fact that you guys were you know right there at the back end supporting them in fact adapting you know to all the safety requirements or say the sanitary requirements required in the moment of you know the pandemic hit um is actually just amazing to be able to look ahead of time and know what the precautions have to be or what catering uh, to you know the required necessities has to be so Absolutely. i hats off to you for that thank you um all right this really gives me a beautiful idea of you know the adaptive strategy that pitch had during the time mm-hmm. um over the last couple of months of pandemic mm-hmm. i know that the pandemic is not over so this question remains to be the last one for everybody as speakers who come to my show mm-hmm. um and to you is this that what would you uh, say the new normal post pandemic would look like for pitch sure. i know that the pandemic isn't over but mm-hmm. yet how do you foresee the new normal sure absolutely um, you know chan as they say what it takes 21 days to form a habit <laughs> and uh, i think we we've, we've had far more than that in this uh, lockdown and pandemic world so we're we're seeing um we're seeing a very different kind of consumption very different patterns of consumption you made a comment about the offline world coming to a standstill so i do want to just quickly remind and uh, lend a little bit more context there you know businesses have gone and started to deliver that never had delivery as part of their business model right mm-hmm. um yeah. why because they needed to sustain their operations everything from restaurants to you know boutique and artisan uh, brands and services so everybody started to deliver because they had to generate something from somewhere right, right. as they yeah. entered um the delivery space they knew that they needed a partner that would represent their brand the reason they were not delivering is because of a brand custodianship that they wanted to maintain right we knew that we could partner with any brand that wants to retain their experience at the door that you know i think you can you can see some of the clients that we work with uh, everybody from a big chill to a taj to a miam um mm-hmm. players that are that are very very focused on their consumer experience and right. consumer uh, consistency they choose to exclusively work with us um mm-hmm. and so that's one piece but the second thing is as people have got as businesses have begun to understand the potential that is associated with delivery and the 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 comfort and dependence they can have on us as as being able to cater to their requirements it's given them the confidence that even if and when the pandemic starts to throttle as it has and starts to you know become um uh, and start to return to a world of normalcy there's no reason for them to not deliver anymore mm-hmm. because their apprehensions yeah. of not delivering have been well and truly quashed right um at a second level i think there has been a lot of choked and pent up you know happiness emotion involved in the last 6 months the uncertainty obviously people weren't going and consuming the way they normally do and as mm-hmm. we both exit uh 
the severest part of the lockdown and enter into what is traditionally a very very festive and over celebration period in this mm. country over the next uh, you know what four to six months we are mm. going to see a lot more demand come into the market as well which again uh, lands are being across a spectrum of goods and services now the reason i'm giving you all this context is because where there is demand there is a need to have that demand fulfilled right that's the future of um, of of pitch because we only exist because of our customers we only exist we only exist because of our customers and um, you know we obviously want to 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 continue to provide a level of service and satisfaction to them the mm-hmm. the thing i should have probably added earlier is that yes we started as a very c2c company as you know there's a pitch app in which you can place individual mm-hmm. orders but as yeah. time has gone on um, you know we've learned that at the end of the day as a consumer you want all your deliveries to be of a certain standard so those consumers go back and ask their brands that hey why aren't you delivering in a better manner which again makes brands come to us and say hey can you partner with us so we can cater to your customer to cater to the same customer so that mm-hmm. entire b2c arm has uh, built over the last of uh, months last 9 10 months as well um mm-hmm. and we obviously see that as continuing to form a significant foundation of the demand that we fulfill so all of that this context what's the future of pitch we're going to keep working on delighting customers both at the individual and at the business level macro trends are absolutely in line with uh demand absolutely like going through the roof at a consumer level and businesses looking to fulfill that demand with good services uh luxury products you know you know commodity products everything in between um and because again free travel and free movement is still a little bit away the onus and the responsibility yeah. as you said comes on us as a as a logistics company to be able to you know literally bridge that gap so mm. it's an exciting time i think um, more than anything i'd say that you know the last 6 months has been Uh, demand that came because of the changing of the world and now you have essentially what's a double whammy of normal mm. normal festive demand combined with um the the new macro changes of this economy yeah. and mm. uh, it's just exciting you know keeping in line with it and continuing to cater to it right awesome that's genuinely been extremely insightful thank you so much for that Absolutely. i also wanted to know that i know that in delhi and ncr region have been well catered to with pitch mm-hmm. um how do you plan to scale up and wh- what's the timeline for that yeah look coronavirus ruined everybody's travel right uh, we were very much planning to be in bombay in q3 this year um mm-hmm. but obviously that had to take a back seat because of um, because of because of just the restrictions we are looking to enter bombay and the greater bombay area actually so bombay pune uh, navi mumbai um, just again connect all the cities uh, sometime in q1 next year and uh, you know just going to land up being the catalyst to expansion elsewhere in this uh, country and hopefully mm-hmm. uh, international as well sooner than later all right great i wish you all the luck for that thank you so much for joining me here today for this conversation it has been a pleasure absolutely chan thank you very much for having me and uh, it's always uh, always happy to help anyone i can thank you thank you so much that brings us to the end of our fourth episode of the season passion pandemic and pivot 
Let us know what you think of it on our Instagram handle at the rate Center for Entrepreneurship underscore AU. If you have any recommendations on who I should interview next, write to me at chan.taneja underscore MLS 21 at the rate Ashoka.edu.in. This episode is produced and edited by Yash Saxena.